Good morning. This is Malden Square coming right to you from MATV, and I have Barbara Tolstrom, the host of Malden Square. So we're so pleased to have her via phone. Good morning, Barbara. How are you? I'm fine, Josephine. I'm, I'm very pleased to be here, even be there, even via phone. Uh, not usually when I do Malden Square, I'm in front of a camera, and that's. But this is uh, not. This is not what's happening these days. So it's great to be with you, people. Yes, it is, and um, I want to ask you, who's your guest? My guest? Who else? But the boss, <laughs> the guy who's in charge. But what's you his know, name? <laughs> his name is Ron Cox. And I have known this man since he was uh, a, I don't know, director, instructor in charge of the yeah, was, after was, school program at yeah. the YWCA in Malden. Yep, they called it an after school coordinator at the time for the YWCA. Yes. And you never, the, he used to do, do the most wonderful things. They would take them, he would decide that they were going to go someplace. Didn't know where. But he'd put he'd get them all on the subway and they'd go off to Boston, maybe to the the common or maybe to Boston Garden to see the you know to ride the swine boat yeah, or whatever. Right. But it was a great time for. Sometimes, for Barbara, people. we just we just took the train to the end and back. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that was, you know I've never done that. That might be that might be a fun thing to yeah, do. Yeah, all the way to Forest Hills just to show the kids what the end of the line looked like. Rod, do you remember? the play to commemorate the uh, 200th, I think, was anniversary uh, of the uh, Constitution. Of the Constitution. Constitution. Was it the Constitution? Yes, it was. 1979. Made, they all had costumes. You made white wigs for them out of cotton batten. It was, and I thought you were going to have a heart attack. We're <laughs> <laughs> running, running around like crazy. Yeah. Uh, what? We were running around like crazy, getting all the kids' costumes, and uh, essentially what they did is they reenact how the Constitution was written, and how all the states was, ca came together, and yeah, they learned it, a lot. It, it, it was great. And you know what I remember, Ron? Which, as a senior moment, I just forgot what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, I probably no, have already forgotten myself. What you guys used to use, do? What was the newspaper called? Fireball News. Fireball, fireball news. news. You know, I think I might still have a copy of that tucked away, tucked away in my file someplace. Well, there was the other, another great thing. Uh, you know, the kids uh, wanted to tell their stories like news reporters, and uh, we put this little paper together. It had not only news, but uh, poems and art. It was a, it was a four, oh, four page. Oh, and political campaigns. When you, I don't know who was running for president at that time, but the kids did their own campaign. Exactly. Exactly. That was the yeah, they had when Carter was running. Badges and hats and speeches and banners because yeah. uh, who was running then? Do you remember? Yes, who the president? it was Jimmy Carter, and yeah. uh, against Ronald Reagan. Rod, Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. It's during the eighties. Ron Reagan. Yeah. Yes, and Jimmy Carter lost. Did win or was this his? Jimmy, Jimmy lost his second term. He only he was a one-term. He was a one-term president. But he was a great guy. He was one of the nicest people. He was. He still well, is. Still, still he's still alive. He's in his 90s. Yeah, he's uh, up there, 98. 
But uh, God, he's older than I am. Well, there you go. Something to shoot for, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. He he is. He's a lovely man, and he's has such such ethics and, and you know uh, just such such well, an. Well, he's done so much for the community after uh, after his presidency. In fact, he's been so active, you know, uh, yeah. Habitats for Humanity, building houses. He's a wonderful man. He, yeah, he is. Now, what do you tell me? How long have you been uh, executive director of the station? Well, I just think I celebrated my 14th anniversary. Uh, June, uh, you do the math here. I started June 9th, 2006. So it's 2020. June just passed. I think I just started my 15th year. I think. That's the plane going by. Of course, I think it's flying over, yeah. right over my roof. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm, I'm, so I'm just starting my 15th year. I'm starting my 15th year. I've been here 14 years. 15 years. It'll be 15 and years next year. What's that? that? Met with, you're with you. Uh, somebody you know, Kevin Duffy. Kevin Duffy. He was on. He was the board president. And Barbara Tolstrup. Barbara we Tolstrup. sat down in the, was the, Brigham's, was that a cafe still? The where Cyber we, Cafe? Where did we, we sat with you with some kind of a, not a Dunkin' Donuts, but the, a restaurant. And we gave you the job, told you you had the job. That's right, yeah. 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 Well, it was a great day, you know, after, I was away for 10 years uh, in Gloucester. And uh, I had gotten a job as ED in Wakefield. And yep. then uh, this opportunity came up, and over I came, and it was like coming home. Yeah. I was on a committee, uh, so it was interviewing, you know, people uh, for the who were wanting the job, and uh, so it was. But it was <clears throat> great to have you back. I mean, you started there as a volunteer. Yes, and and also was yeah. on the board for about four years. Yeah. Yeah. I worked my way to the top. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. So what's happening these days? I know that there's some changes in, in yes. mind or in plan, I guess. It's a very exciting time, it. Barbara. We, we are we are essentially rebranding ourselves. And uh, in a few weeks... Uh, Reframing. I, I, you know, I, I know you talked about this, mm -hmm. I guess, at, at maybe at our annual meeting or something, but... When you say reframing, well, rebranding. Re it's more rebranding. Rebranding. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. So, so for thirty years, uh, thirty plus years, uh, uh, people know us as MATV, and then uh, in nineteen uh, two thousand eight, we became MATV Mothers Media Center, and that's been that way since, uh, like I say, about two thousand eight. However, now. Uh, Things are changing in terms of uh, society and the way that people get their... You know, you're not going to believe this. Yeah? I'm right in the middle of a podcast, but my cast, but my doorbell just rang. Can you hold on for just a okay, minute? Okay, live. Yeah, so, so Barbara, hope, hopefully she remembers to come back. Uh, for those who don't know it, uh, Barbara just celebrated her 90th birthday last week. Happy birthday. And uh, we're very happy to... Uh, yesterday, uh, we had a... Roving I, caravan. Yeah, but while you yeah. were away, I was telling people about your your 90th birthday party. How you uh, how we had a caravan of cars going by, beeping their horns, showing uh, their uh, signs to celebrate your 90th birthday. Yes, it, yes, I did. It was great. 
a lot of people, and uh, then I had uh, afterwards. Uh, I went to uh, Milford of all places. Really, the long long ride <clears throat> to see my oldest friend. She's been there for a couple of years now. But she and I were in high school together, 1948. Wow. In fact, you remember Carol. You must, because she used to come and sit in the, lo uh, the lobby, or not lobby, well, the office. Oh, there. yeah, I do. I do remember her. She, when, when I was doing my show, and then I'd right. finish, we'd, and we'd go off to lunch. Yeah. Well, that's great. Always good to get caught up in your old friends. You were holding oh, yeah. court. You're like a queen. My son really went all out. Yes, he well, did. you know, he—he's not my—he's my, not my only son. I know. We had five. A mix, a blended marriage, you know. Yeah. And, uh, we lost Dave in 2016. He was 59 years old. He was a doctor. Yeah. And he died of a heart attack. Yeah. So, I now have four sons, but they're all over the country. Paul is here. He's in Melrose. And he and his wife, Dale, they went all out. I mean, they yeah. really did the He did, did a great job. Got all the balloons, yeah, and I, but, cakes. And the boys had all called me on my birthday, my actual birthday. So, but it's it's nice to see them, you know. So, but in, the, in this this time, traveling and then, you know, doing getting here, and then what do you do? Because everything is closed or closing. Right. So it, it was great. It really was fun. And to see the people from the station, the U, yeah. and Ann, and, and uh, James came by. And, yep. uh, Historical Society so came by. Josephine, of course. Yep. Our producer here. So it was great. We had a, we had a, I had a wonderful time. And then family members came, you know, and so, uh, and then as I did, I said, I went to see my oldest friend and, uh, yeah, so we had quite a day. In a nursing home, you know. Yeah. But uh, that, that's, you know, it, it, that's, <laughs> if you can't live on your own, yeah. and I hope to goodness I always will, Yeah. then that's the next step, I think, you know. Yeah. Well, you're still going strong, Barbara. Barbara, oh. is there anything that you would like to talk about in the way of what's going around uh, uh, on in the city and... Uh, what what are your thoughts and how you've been dealing with COVID nineteen? Boredom because I've been <laughs> staying home, but I I love Baldwin, and I'll tell you why because uh, you know we I you know we're talking about the di the diversity and the and the uh, you know the uh, bias against you know black black people the the racial you know, uh, what do they want to call it? Well, the injustice that's been happening. Yeah. So, but I think Malden may be a little bit one step above because we, we have, because I'm a history buff, as you know. Yeah. Malden was settled in the 1630s, like every, and it was part of a mystic side, and then it became a town in 1649. And you were there, right? And little you by the... little, we became a city. <laughs> Almost right from the forest, we immigrants came. One of the biggest groups to come was the Irish, looking for work in the mills that we were that were coming up uh, 
being built up along the river. Yeah. And it was during the potato famine. Now that goes back to about 1845. Did you want to get a? Did you expect me to give you a history lesson today? Well, yeah, that's <laughs> it's right up your alley, Bob. That's what you do. I, you know, I I love history. I know. But anyway, so I think we've we've always had a tolerance and an acceptance for people from different cultures and traditions and so forth, which I'm very pleased about. I'm sure we are not perfect, but we do have problems, and I think what's going on today, when I watch some of the news and I see some of the things that have happened, and, and, and some of the, you know, for that, for instance, George Floyd, Lloyd Floyd? Floyd. Floyd, yeah. That was so awful. It certainly and, you was. know, I saw part of that. I saw that that police officer kneeling on that man's neck. I had to turn it off. I couldn't watch it. But you know, it's just so terrible that we've we've come to this. And so I don't know. How do you feel about this? Well, I I, I actually did a statement uh, uh, that I sent out. Uh, we kind of worked on it with the the team here at MATV, soon to be OMA, and essentially uh, we're talking about how. Essentially, it was a, a murder that we just saw on on TV, and and uh, yeah, and it, yeah. I think that's what kind of they talk about the straw that broke kind the camel's back, doesn't it? Well, it's the kind of the straw that broke the camel's back, and you know, after four hundred years. I'm having a little trouble hearing you. You're going to have to enunciate a little better. Yeah, I think what what's happened is uh, that act that we saw on TV through a phone. Uh, yeah, it just was so obvious that guy looking at the camera that that so-called cop, uh, and I say that because he doesn't, certainly doesn't represent all police, but he had no right to murder that man. And he did it no, right and, in open and, and with an attitude, like, who cares, you're taking this. The, the so-called police officer, I, I, wouldn't even, I hate to dignify him with that title, because I know he was, but you know, he does not, as far as I'm concerned, speak or represent what I see in police uh, policemen around. I mean, you know, we 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 are lucky. We have a very good police department uh, involved, don't you think? Well, I think uh, we have great leadership on the top uh, with Kevin Mollis. The leadership of Kevin Mollis, our police chief. Well, I think it's, yeah. It, well, for one thing, he has introduced people of different traditions and cultures to the force. Now, that means that as he points, he's quick to point out when you talk about the diversity of the the police department, but and they're all good cops. And they are. But, you know, we have Chinese speaking. We have a, at least one, I think, uh, officer who speaks Arabic. So when you look at that and you see, and then you see on the television or you read in the paper about other communities where there's not that that tolerance and acceptance i feel we're rather we're very lucky to live here in Mars, frankly how do you feel about that well i i think what people are doing is they're asking for the police to reflect the community and uh we have that we have that here in malden maybe not as much yeah. as we'd like to see it but it's a start and i think what that's what people are asking for like we can't do I things right. as they've been done we've got to start thinking of community, so of positive ways, yeah, of positive ways right. to approach policing and what it means. Well, you know, one of the things that you've done 
in your tenure here, if you want to call it a tenure, that's a big word, but anyway, in your time here, <laughs> you have uh, put MATV on the map. And I'm not criticizing anybody that came before you, but it, there was no plan, there was no understanding of what cable access was all, was all about. And you came, and of course, one of the things I remember about you when you were at the YW is that your enthusiasm, your creativity, and your enthusiasm—you can have fun. I don't. I think you know, washing the dishes, or you know, mowing <laughs> well, the lawn. There might be a limit you, there. You, I think. I'm sorry. <laughs> you might have gone too far with that one. Washing dishes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, you could make that fun. Yeah, you'd I guess have, I could. You'd be wearing yeah. soap suds or something. I don't know, but you know. Well, anyway. it's, it's it's my attitude. You're right, uh, Barbara. I, I, and but the other thing is, it's it also reflected in the staff. We have a great staff. Uh, this staff is as diverse, I think, as the community. Uh, we've got yes. uh, all kinds of people. But we people didn't and, start off that way, Rod. Malden Access was almost. It was kind of like we'd mentioned Malden Access or something. It would be almost people would say like, "What?" Yeah. You know. Then you came and you were excited about the job, and of course, you had started at MATV as a volunteer. That's right. And then you went to uh, a couple of other towns. Why no one was Gloucester, wasn't it? No, I actually lived in Gloucester, but I was you working. Lived in Gloucester, but I worked at yeah. Salem. I worked in Salem, uh, Salem Access yeah. Television. My first and job you, though was in Wakefield. Along, you became a TV person and. When you came here, we really, it was not, as I say, uh, the important community resource that it should be and that it has become. So, and you are responsible for that, you know. Well, again, uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't have done it without the staff and, and these great leaders we have. Andressa Rose, I, I think she's a key part oh, to this. She's terrific. She's yeah, terrific. But you I, know what? And, and you're a nice combination. You're the creator of the enthusiastic, you know, leader, yeah. and she's the organizer and the people person in some ways, although you're a people person. Yeah, and, but, but she's but she's creative too, and, and she, I'll tell you, she's got the commitment to, and the understanding of what we are about, yes. what we're yes. about to become. And that's important. And she sees, and she I, has I, a vision, I, just as much as I do, if, if not more. I mean, I think... I know she does. And our, you know, our station really represents the community and also the people here there who work there understand what we're all about and i think that's important you well, know you've got haley uh, and yep. you've got uh james Josephine and, and you we got so macio osa schwab macio yeah gamma hamlin oh, not to forget t and talonzo of course so oh, I, I'm sorry he didn't make my party. Well, he's on vacation, and he actually took a vacation. He actually went somewhere for the first time. Usually he just hangs around, but this time he actually went I somewhere. I know. He's usually, you know, we just spend your vacation at our Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> he usually jokes. He goes, Chelsea by the sea. Yeah. But that's good. I, I miss him. I, he, he used to be, when I first got involved in the station, he was my kind of go-to guy. Now you weren't the you weren't the executive director then. Right. As a matter of fact, as I said, I remember going with Kevin Duffy because I was on the board and he was I think president of the board. 
we went and, and offered you the job, and you took it. <laughs> yeah, you made me an offer I couldn't refuse, Papa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was nice to have you back, and you did make you did make MATV well known in the community, which is exactly what it, we needed. So that was a so you know I I was thinking about my show Walden Square, which of course I haven't been doing lately because well here we are. This lately. is this is Malden Square right now uh, as a podcast. Well, yes, yes, actually, and I, I love that Malden you're doing Square. it. I love that you're doing it. I. You know, I really do. It's been fun. It has been fun. And I've had some great guests. Remember the time I had the guys, the, the uh, actually he was a constable, but who collected the, the, the turquoise uh, dummies. Oh, yes. Came on with a, Danny Willinger. Danny Willinger. Yeah. And that was a, that was such a fun show. With the marionettes. Me uh, the him at the counter and sitting between us and, Two of his best dummies, or yeah. if you call them that, I guess you can. Yeah, yeah. that was a great show. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, I've known him since high school. Went to high school with him. Did you really? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, and we've we've done some th- some things on sh- on the site that you know. No, he he, we didn't go to his studio because uh, or his where he kept his entire collection, but we did. He did bring a couple of his prize yep. uh, dummies, but uh, I can remember, in fact, remember the cemetery? Oh, that, that's one of your better stories, Barbara. That's, to me, that's what community that, media is all about. My, uh, I really take pride in that because I was looking for something to do as a show, yep. and I was on the historical commission, and still am, and I... I used to drive by it all the time because, and it was such a mess because you know the kids there was no known monuments yep. on the front and there were people buried there. And let the people know, let and, people know where it is. It's over on Lebanon Street. Yeah, right out of Maple Square. And it's the second Jewish cemetery in the state. Yeah. And uh, anyway. The kids would play baseball because there was no, there were no stones or monuments or anything. So, and when they started the renovation, they discovered there were—I forget how many grave sites there really were on that spot. But I, I had it on just as as a point of information. You know, this is one of our oldest landmarks, and you know, the guy from the uh, Jewish Cemetery Association of Massachusetts yep. when he saw that that. Uh, video he almost he went ballistic yep. and that's a, a few weeks later i look out there's people over at the cemetery uh working exactly and that's when the cemetery was restored so i feel so good about that one because you know it, it needed to happen and i'm so glad that i i my show made it possible so you so, know and that's the key part to what you do barbara you, you not only share information you actually made something happen in the community. Well, I, I'd like to think I do, and I love to share information. As you can tell, I'm, here we are on a podcast. I'm giving you a history lesson. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of just fall into that. But again, you know, well, you do fun things. And uh, so anyway, it's it's uh, it's been a, well, I think now I started the, that show. In 2002, yeah. of course, I was involved with the station before that, but that's when I started doing 
uh, miles in a square. And for those who, who might not know it, your first co-host uh, was Kevin Duffy's father. Yeah, and I really, Brendan and I got along so well. We just had a great time, yeah, great rapport. You really did. And then he decided, they moved to Bill Ricca, I think it was, uh, Tewksbury, someplace like that. And he didn't want to make the compute. Yeah. The com- com- commute. Compute, yeah. It was okay, Barbara. Uh, yeah, right. the commute. You still got your show. So then it was, well, what are you going to do? So we looked and tried to find somebody to do the show. Maybe if you had been around, but you weren't at that time. I don't think, did I, was I doing the show by the when you came to the station? Or Yes, in 2006 yeah. you were doing the show. Yes, yeah, so anyway, somebody said, well, do it yourself. I said, I can't do that. An hour? Well... You did. How many years later? Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It, it goes back, and you're still doing it. <laughs> so uh, this this was this was great fun having just a. I like podcasts because you don't have to worry about what you're wearing, how your hair looks, well, anything like that. I know, and, and that's you, too bad because I spent about an hour doing my hair and picking out a well, wardrobe. I know, I know you're always very <laughs> concerned about that. Yes, I remember that. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I get shorts on. So, so what are some of your memorable? Uh, oh, geez, I, 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 there's so many. Uh, you know, I know. I, I well, getting getting hired in the first place was was one of the greatest experiences. Coming coming back here uh, after being away so long and and getting back, kind of back in the saddle. Uh, yeah. You know, being here in the very beginning during the nineteen eight late eighties. Can you believe it? 1990 was my first show, and that's. And what? that was before. Yeah. Because it's 20 we years didn't ago, hire you until, 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was a volunteer then, and. Uh, yep. And then I, uh, it was I was working in childcare and uh, after school programming and summer programming, working with youth, and then yeah. Rika Welsh. I, I I was the first uh, group to bring kids over here to. Learn the, uh, how to make videos. To bring what? To bring children over here using uh, the, the resources of MATV. Yes. It came right yes. over from the YMC- YWCA. Just walked down the street. We came in here yep. and I taught them how to use the cameras. And we started, uh, Andrea Soro said to me, she said, uh, you know, you're good at this. Why don't you teach a class here at MATV? So I taught youth yeah, video. You know, you, that summer program you did. KBA. The KVA. We called it K- K- Kids Video Adventure. And you had 12 kids, I think. Uh, the next so, year you had a, wait, a waiting list. Yes. We started off with actually three kids. The first year, yeah. 2006, summer of 2006, three kids were there. Yeah. And uh, Rieger was, uh, wasn't sure it would work because uh, we didn't have any uh, much time to promote it. But I felt like if we... Did that first summer, kids would understand it would have a product to show to promote it for next year. And yeah. that's exactly what happened. Every year we did it, it get the number of kids you would had get a waiting grow, list. And then it had a waiting list by the third year. Yeah, yeah. And so what what is Malden Access Television's otherwise known as uh, MATV or... Now, Uma, and we'll Uma. talk about that in just a minute. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, what what is there? What is the traditional, the customary, I should put it, 
uh, summer program for the station for the kids. Well, it's it's evolved uh, now. It's uh, run by Haley Howe, uh, who's the uh, director of media arts education. Yeah, she's and, great, uh, and she's great, and she's grown in her uh, her uh, position here. We've actually given her a, a new position, a, a, a broader position, where she's taking care of not just the youth program, but all our adult education as well. So she's doing the whole yeah. media arts. Yeah education program. So this year, uh, we uh, partnered with the Mayor's Summer Program. And as you know, with the COVID go, going on, the pandemic, uh, yeah. everything's uh, virtual. So these kids are actually doing a uh, film building workshop. We have 15 kids who meet in the morning and uh, all on in Zoom. Person oh, no, it's all no, all virtually. We've got... Yeah. Uh, uh, Haley's got the mentors from our interns who are assisting, uh, working with the kids in groups. And every day they meet and they discuss the the film that they're making. And uh, that's happening this summer uh, for the next two weeks. Now, is it going to be an actual film? Yes. So that you'll be able to see it? Yes, and, uh, and there might be more than one film. Uh, well, that's great. But uh, So now... Go ahead. Will we reach? Hopefully, we'll reach the point where we can actually, people can actually go and see that film. Yes. Uh, well, the, when they're finished, we will have a, a virtual screening, uh, which is actually they did before in the in a program that was done in May, which is an international program, by the way. They worked yep. with kids in China, and Chile, and wow. and Malden. <laughs> That's wonderful. How did you manage that? Well, uh, it uh, again, it wasn't to me. It was Haley and uh, we had this guy uh, Tom, who um, uh, very computer savvy and know how to use this program uh, that's very similar to Zoom, but the, it's a Chinese program called WeTV or something like that. I, I I don't even understand Zoom, but I'm not a technological yeah. person. It's it's essentially yeah. the idea of of being on your computer visually. And able yeah. to, to to Facebook somebody or FaceTime yeah. somebody, yeah. And um, and they worked. Uh, what was the challenge? Is the kids in China were meeting in the morning, and the kids uh, in Chile were meeting at night. Oh, because because uh, they couldn't. They'd have the meetings together, but they obviously had to do it at different times because of the time zone. Yeah. So when the kids were uh, talking to the, the youth in China, they were actually going back in time. That's because it was the future. No yeah, it was, I mean, going ahead of time. It's just, it was the future. That's interesting, yeah. Now, how, how involved was Haley with this? Was she very? Very, very involved. She not only came yeah. up and built the program with Tom. Uh, did did but, Haley grow up in China or was yes. she born here? No, she grew up in China. She, she went to yeah. Boston University. And that's how yeah. she came to the United States. Yeah, and then she came here into the, well, we lost our first uh, our youth director. And she came in as, that was her title, youth director, wasn't it? Uh, who, who are we talking about? Oh, and Lindsay, Lindsay uh, Lamo, yes. Yeah. Then, she, she actually was the director of education uh, channel, uh, the edu yeah. educational coordinator uh, of the channel. Yeah, and so then we, Haley came, and she's been here ever since. Yes. I think it was two thousand eight or two thousand seven. Yeah, one of the things about Haley, she's good at what she does, and she, but she likes the kids. 
Yes. She likes being with young people. Well, she's young herself, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we have a good staff. Yes, we do. And uh, we have some, of course, look, tea, tea, you know, if, if there's something goes wrong before a show is about to start, ask tea, where's tea? Yeah. I've seen times when tea had to come home, can't come to the station from home because we there was a glitch that we couldn't figure out. Right. So. Well, that's the other thing about Alonzo. He'll 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 always come, no matter what time of day. He's on weekends. If there's something that I needs know. to be fixed or looked at, he's here. You know something? I, I he he was such a good friend. I, he there have been times when I was doing my show, and for some reason or other, you know, he would come in on his day off, so that's right. He could be here when I. There when I was doing my show, yeah. in, in case I something was needed or you know. So he, yeah, he's he's one of our stars. I will yes. say. Yep, and we got yeah. a lot of them. We're I'm a, a very we lucky do. guy. I, we've got a great staff. They're all very enthusiastic. They all are uh, individuals. Nobody's the same. They all bring yeah. something different to the table. Yeah. Uh, they've yeah. got a r- wide range of skills. Uh, they're always willing to like look at the future. I think that's what's been very helpful as, as we do this transition, Barbara. It's, it hasn't been very really easy at first because we're kind of no. redesigning ourselves and try yeah. to, uh, things are changing even in terms of uh, the job description. So this okay. is an so, exciting time. Yeah, think about that and, and uh, you know, recalling. So tell me about redesigning us okay. as a station or as an as a entity. I don't know. Do you still call us a station? You, it's all the well, media arts. It, it exactly, and and one of the. Let me even back up a little bit and kind of give you the framework for why we're doing this. Yeah. And it's it's really very very simple. We started out as a television station. We were essentially giving a mandate to run three channels: the what's called the peg yeah. access format, peg, yeah, public, educational, and government. Those three yeah. channels are on both Comcast and, and Verizon. And we manage them. We, we run the programming. We teach people how to use the equipment to make that programming. And, of course, we give them a chance mm-hmm. to put it on the air. But people do not watch television like they used to. People are not watching cable TV like they used to. People are watching TV on their phones, on their tablets. Yeah. Uh, so that, we have to uh, evolve because the technology has evolved. People's... Yeah formats for how they're getting their content has changed. So yeah. for us to still be sustainable, uh, that money revenue is not going to come in like it used to. Uh, as people yeah. give up cable, that's our revenue, basic revenue right now. So we need to like change our business plan. We need to be thinking clearly, how can we get, how can we sustain ourselves in doing what we like to do and broaden our base of support? That's what we've done uh-huh. by this rebranding. We are more of a connector now. We've always been that, but as you can see over the years, we really bring organizations together, community groups together, artists, yep. filmmakers, videographers. We're very well, more. Well, yeah, that the artist gallery there with the uh, yep. you know local artists coming in and hanging or you know displaying their work. So the so media arts uh, that's really where, where we're going with the idea yeah. of uh, bringing arts together and that includes not just f- uh, a painting that's that's dance that's the music 
we've yeah. always put on music concerts, as you know, a, a big open house showcase uh, once a year. Obviously, this is the first year we didn't do it. Uh, we didn't have this this year. No. Nope. We couldn't, unfortunately. I missed it because I always come down, do some interviews, so it's always fun. Yeah. But you know yeah, what? You be- Our annual meeting's coming up. Yes. And it's going to be a little different. Uh, I'll give you a preview. Um, we will be, uh, that's the day that uh, we'll be talking about UMA. Yeah. And by the way, that stands for Urban Media Arts. Yeah. And uh, what we're saying now is, uh, we answer the phone, MATV Multimedia Center, soon to be UMA Urban Media Arts. Uh-huh. Pretty soon we're going to be saying, welcome to UMA Urban Media Arts, formerly known as MATV. Yeah. So that transition is going to be coming in the next few weeks. Yeah. That's so, exciting. So, we're, uh, so we'll, are they going to be doing different things or pretty much <laughs> the same thing? But Well, doing, doing more, more of the things that we started doing over the last few years, and that is reach out to the community to uh, do collaborations, get grants. Granting, yeah. uh, getting grants uh, is Probably one of the things of our fu- in our future where we are very good at connecting people. That's that's been proven over our you're, thirty I'm years. Sorry, you're what? Connecting people. So we're going to be applying for grants. Yes, you are good at co- connecting people. Now I don't know if that's the station or you personally. I guess it's a combination of both. Oh, it's it's the staff. It and and it's, it's these great new staff people. Oster Schwab is has been very good in terms of reaching out to other access centers, seeing what they're doing. Uh, do you realize there's one access center that just charges a dollar for their membership? You can pay more if you can if you have it. What did they do? They the membership fee starts off as a dollar. A dollar. A dollar. This yeah. place is uh, called Open Signal. They used to be uh-huh. a public access center just like us, but they changed their name too. They call themselves. They used to be called Portland Media. <coughs> Now they're called wow. Open Signal. So about open. signal, like a signal. Signal, yeah. 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 So they came up with this idea of uh, how can we have show equity with our members? And, and they do have a larger Portland, Oregon, Oregon's a major city. But they're very diverse too in terms of uh, they have a Native American population. They have a lot of immigrants. And they wanted to bring them into the resource. So... They felt that the best way to do it, they had about 100 members, and they used to charge about $35, $40 for a membership. When they brought it down to a dollar, now they have over 1,000 members. I bet they do, yeah. Yeah. So that's exciting. it doesn't mean that people can't pay more, and, and that's the other thing. We'll be doing fundraising. We'll be reaching out to people to become community partners, business partners. Our membership is going to be... Uh, a little different in terms of how we look at things. Our members, yeah, you, go ahead. That's great. <coughs> and ch- challenging, tough. Yes. Not, you know, you're going to have to build that. Yes. And you know that, I know that, and you're good at that. So you'll, you'll you know. Well, again, it's a, it's a team effort. Uh, we're, we're kind of building this together. Uh, Barbara yeah. and uh, well, and that's the, that's the members, yeah, the know, board, the and staff. The only person I know who thinks that he can do everything by himself and can't do anything is you, you know, exactly. the White House. We can't. We, we, we this is a group yeah. effort. Yeah. Actually, we've we've opened and and made some 
inroads in different situations. And I'm thinking back to the days, and I don't know when, how long ago that was, when we had a uh, a program for the uh, intellectually uh, handicapped. Yes, a- is, able. Yeah. It was called Able Vision. Able Vision. Yes. And it was terrific. Yeah, it came out of. Uh, 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 Project Triangle, the place over on uh, on uh, Pearl Street. Yes, and and unfortunately, uh, Michael Rodriguez, uh, when he came on board, uh, director over there, they uh, decided to, to to use their money elsewhere, which I think yeah, was a mistake. Yeah, that was unfortunate but, because they were terrific. Those 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 uh, people who are cast members, staff members, they were wonderful. Yeah, they, they did the show themselves. They These uh, oh, I know. challenged... I mean, there was nobody there saying, well, now you're going to do this or right. point to that. Nope. I mean, they wrote it, they did it. Yep. It was it was a, such a loss, not just to MATV at the, at the time, or your Uma and now, as we would call yep. it, but a loss to the community. Yes. For, to the people, not just the people who were members of uh, what is the what is the, the name of the company? Project Triangle. But but the other thing was uh, uh, that show was seen in thirty other communities across the country. Yes, it was well put together, uh, and they got a chance to distribute it. And uh, every time I went to a it, it, conference, it people would talk it about really it. Was, and was, they, yep, they won awards. It was a, such a shame that. That they decided to discontinue it. I, that was really a loss. Yes, it was to everybody, to the people that watched it, because it was it was so in, inspiring, but also so educating. Yep. You know, about people who have these handicaps or these difficulties, and 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 the uh, extent of their abilities, and they and they called it able vision, as you point out. So that was really terrific. Yeah, it was a wonderful. Wonderful program. I was really uh, sorry when, when that one uh, was canceled. And uh, and you're right. I had forgotten how many other communities had picked that up or were showing it. Yep. It's, yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a big loss to us. Yes, it was a big loss to the community. To actually, to, I think to the country. Yeah. Because it was a way of showcasing people who have uh, who are not quite like us, but who have capabilities and, and uh, talents and, and so, It was very know, positive. That's why I liked it. You know, able-bodied, yeah. able, able, to be able. That was the there key. Was, and there were a couple of my favorites. There was one, one fellow, I forget his name, but he was great. He had a great personality and, you know, it's, yep. it's so he, and he would, he would be uh, very often a host or something like that, you know, not be, just because he was so good at what he did, you know, yep. not had anything to do with anything uh, uh, except that he was a personality, you know. But do you remember him? Oh yes, they they yeah. they own that show. They came out in terms of yes, they uh, did. Yeah. The, yeah. When yeah. they began, they it were very a... quiet people, and but once they got involved and and felt positive and they were empowered, it was great to see that. Yes, they were. Well, you know, let's face it. Uh, some some people, some groups, you know, they talk about, you know, YW when we were both there. I as a, a volunteer, remember, and you as a employee. But 
one of our things was what? Empowerment of yep. women and girls. That's right. know, that was it. That's what. Yep. So, so you know, and uh, so, and then you you've also managed to collaborate to you know with other uh, community groups. So that's been good. Yeah, that's pretty much a, a, the, at the heart of our mission, Barbara. Is the is that collaboration, that connection of people. You know, so, we, we're thinking of ourselves as a hub. Think of it that way. A hub, yeah. So this new plan, so what are you going to be doing that's different or anything or just the same thing? But Well, uh, surprisingly, this pandemic, if there's anything good that can come out of it, is the idea that uh, doing these things virtually uh, is something we're going to keep even if we do all the other things we used to do back here in the studios, we welcome people in. Uh, I should talk about the phases that we're, we're doing. Um, right now we're in phase uh, two, where we're slowly opening up the studio. The uh, ability to get on-location equipment is now available. So yeah. people can come and take cameras out. So we, we had that, we've been closed since, uh, February, I think, February, March, around that area, and uh, yeah. but now we're slowly trying to open, and uh, but we wanted we want to do it slowly, so yeah. we have in phases. So phase two is the uh, the ability to get equipment uh, on location, so there's less hand to hand touching between yeah. staff and members. Yeah. Uh, uh, in August. Uh, and I don't have the dates in front of me, but I think the second Monday in August, we are going to be opening up our podcasting uh, studio. Pod, podcasting. Yeah. Right now, we're not well, open we to the public. We're, we, uh, uh, Josephine, as a staff member, got access because she's a staff member. Well, I know we have, I, I, I have a, one of my relatives-to-be is doing a, Already doing a podcast on the station. Yeah, well, there you go, because it's it's a growing phenomenon. Yeah. And then oh, uh, no. the week after, I think it's August thirteenth, uh, we'll be opening up Studio A and Studio B. So Ed Lucy will be back on O two one four eight. So does that mean we'll be on camera? Yes, uh, in August. Yeah. So Malden so Square will we'll be able to shoot uh, in Studio A. So I I could be on. I could do my show. I could get a guest and come and do my show again. Yes, you could. Well, I mean, I know I'm doing my show now. I but, know, but yeah, but a podcast is a funny term to me. You know, I guess this is a this is a podcast, but I'm not sure why you call it a podcast because, as far as I'm concerned, this is a telephone conversation. So, explain to me the difference between being on the telephone talking to someone you know okay. or an associate mm -hmm. or a business partner and then and and uh, just you know as a as you would do normally and then this is a podcast so what's the part about it okay well <laughs> uh the actual term part i'm not actually quite sure where that came from but i bet you delanzo knows but i do know why it's called i mean what a podcast is Essentially, what's happening is uh, we have a control box, which is essentially a uh, a box that controls the sound levels and uh -huh. also takes the audio sound, puts it into wires, cables, 
and we're uh -huh. able to record this. And we have various sources of sound. So the sources yeah. of sound are the microphones in the podcasting studio, or the suite. Then there's the uh, microphone of the people calling in on the phone. Uh -huh. And then there's the music part, which is actually in the box right now that Josephine is slowly touching buttons on that can bring out sound effects and music. So oh. you've got all kinds of audio. Uh -huh. so, so my feeling is it's really a radio show without, yeah. the, without the radio waves. So they had, to call it, they had to call it something. So without radio waves, I think they did. It's in a podcast some kind of pod that it's that's what it, it exists in some yeah. virtual pod now compact. i'm guessing on that compact compact yep what do you mean it's all Everything, compact it's all in one area oh okay so so that's where you get your little pod it's so like out of that pod are, these things grow so you are at the studio yes now are you on a mic or are you on a telephone i'm at a microphone uh, so you're not on the telephone. Correct. But the thing about a podcast is you can have a guest on a phone. They don't because have to. Be... You're, I'm, I'm the host and I'm on the telephone and you're right. my guest and you're on a microphone. So Correct. it's an yeah. interesting kind of. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. if I had another phone, Barbara, Ron yeah. wouldn't be here. He'd be at home. Yeah, well, I'm sitting on the couch here with my cat right next to me. In fact, at one point, my cat was trying to sit on my lap. And, and what are you wearing, Barbara? Uh, well, I actually didn't get dressed. <laughs> you did. Well, that's good to know. Good to know. <laughs> I have Cheetos and, and, and a T-shirt. Jeez, well, that's kind of what I have on. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, and this is fun. Of course, you have to be a talker. Yeah. You know, I can remember there was one time some guys from the Disabled American Veterans, I think they were the ones that came on, they had arranged with, I guess it was Jeff Hansel, and it was something to do with the poppy, you know, thing. Yep. Do you get you? And they came up. They didn't the talk. So I can remember one, and the, and the controller was in hysterics because I'm up on mic, right. you know, on camera, right. talk to people, and I remember saying to them at one point, uh, "Well, what other things do you do besides, you know, the poppies?" And the one who was kind of the leader kind of looked at me and he kind of took, held up the poppy and kind of twirled it. <laughs> well, the, I guess the controller went hysterical. Yeah. Of course, I heard, so then I asked him a question about the, you know, the ethics of philosophies and somebody, my husband, I guess, was watching the show later. He said, what did you ask them? I said, hey, I was dying up there. Give me a break. You know? well, well, that's the thing. Bobby, you bring out an important point. It's not easy to run a TV show or host any show. Uh, you really got to no, have not. the ability to not only uh, talk, but listen and, and get things out of people. And uh, you've been very good at doing that. And we appreciate all these years of you uh, interviewing so many people. Well, I like doing it. 
And I guess I am a talker. Uh, I guess. I know. We know you're a talker. talker. Yeah. 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 It's a matter of I know. Yeah. You get, you, you're, at your birthday party, you're ordering everybody around. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually had nothing to do with my party. <laughs> I didn't have a clue as to what was happening. My son, Paul. Yep. He wanted to surprise you. He, he, they did. And his wife, Dale. She, you know, is... Uh, She's, now, she's on the staff, on the faculty, actually, of Endicott College. And speaking of COVID, they're going back. They're going to, they'll be in class. Really? You wow. know, it's, it's, a, it's been a tough time. You know, she's worked from home. He's worked from home. You've been probably doing things from home uh, related to the station. So Yeah, a lot of and Zoom meetings. You've been there most of, at the station most of the time, haven't you? I've been you? here at the station a lot, most of the time, but I, I, I can um, work from home as well, and which I'm grateful for. And um, But i got to tell you, Barbara, I think you're a phenomenal woman. Uh, you keep on going because uh, time is coming at an end. A time is coming at an end. But, Barbara, I want you to know you can do this again. I'd be willing to do this for you again. And I'd love to do oh, it. I'd love to. I, you know me, as I said to you a couple of minutes ago, I'm a talker, so, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah. I would I would encourage you, to, Barbara, to get, seek out another guest, do one of these, one more before, at least one more before before August. That way you, you're getting your practice in. Yeah. You and know, if I could get him to come on, it would be James. <laughs> well, let me, let me reach out to him and uh, let him know you, you're going to be caught talking to him. Yeah, he came to the party. Yeah, I know he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I was surprised. And and please, he's well. He and I are buddies. Yes. You know when when he went into a chemo unit to photograph, video me getting my chemo treatment yep. for my show that I did on cancer. Uh, you know he was he, he was at that hospital three days. I know doing something. You know. And it was a good show. We got a we got a third place for on it, but I think we should have got a first. I, agree. I really do. I agree. Yeah, I think it was. A, and people, you know, still comment on that show. Well, it's you know, you told a great story, and that's what you do, Barbara. You tell these stories, and for the first time, you're telling a story about yourself, and yeah. uh, it was very poignant. And uh, you know, you're a survivor. It's it's well, it's a yeah. wonderful story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I've had a great time now. Are we getting ready to end? Or is this, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to thank you, Barbara, for coming on your own show via your home. <laughs> and I love that. 